Welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how we keep it simple in our homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So welcome back to the podcast. I was not here last week. Actually, last week, I had the privilege and the honor to be the speaker at a private uh, women's retreat, and it was such a blessing. I got to spend the weekend with some amazing ladies and sharing about Jesus and just um, being a part of their retreat, which is really fun. I also got to stay after the retreat and went out to see my daughter and my son-in-law and we got to visit them and then we were actually out there to do some other things for my other son so we were away and you know life got a little crazy i told you guys a couple of weeks ago that sometimes the podcast or the devotionals may be a little scattered these days because i'm transitioning into this kind of new phase of life but you know what i feel like no matter what life is always right hitting us hard we're always all feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And that's what I want to talk about on the podcast today. Hope for the weary woman. Whether you are a mom, you are an older mom, a younger mom, or you're not a mom, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're a career woman, whether you're a homeschooler like me, you know, wherever you are at in your age and stage and season of life, we all get weary. And so this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately because I've been weary. So we're going to talk today about hope in our weariness and how we can, you know, live with all these things that are going on. But when we simplify our lives and when we focus on what truly matters most, we can, you know, kind of have a remedy for some of that weariness. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing homeschool curriculum provider. They are Christ-centered. We have always loved their science curriculum, especially for elementary, but they have an array of new curriculum these days. They have online learning. They have digital um, and textbook. They have... um, math curriculum these days. They have uh, science, like I said. They have social studies, worldview. They have also a lot of homeschool helps. They have resources on their website. So there is a ton that Apologia offers these days. Right now you can save 20% on notebooks, audio, video, and planners and receive free shipping on orders over $150 within the contiguous United States. Go check out all of their specials, all that they have to offer at apologia.com. 
So I also just want to um, encourage you, if you enjoy my new theme song, Simply Live It for Him, that is my beautiful friend, Robin Miller, who was inspired by the ministry here at Simply Living for Him. She leads worship for a lot of the Simply Living for Him events, um, for our retreat, for our day events, and she is such a beautifully gifted um, musician. And so I have been so blessed to get to hear her voice when I record my podcast at the beginning and at the end and as I'm editing. And you can download Simply Live It for him. You can download it on all the streaming apps, Spotify, um, Amazon, uh, iTunes. You can also download her whole CD. She has an entire CD or you can buy the physical CD. Uh, Go over to my show notes and I have a link there for Robin. You can also follow her on Facebook at Robin Miller Ministry, and you can also follow her on YouTube. She has just such a beautiful gift, and we are so blessed to use her music for the Simply Living for Him podcast. So let's talk about this weariness. I have three kind of um, things that I wrote down. Oops, I'm dropping all my stuff. No editing that out. You guys know I'm just a real deal mom sitting here at my podcast microphone dropping things and everything else (laughs) Uh, so I wanted there were three things that I wrote down why we get weary and like let's just talk about those and and how to you know battle through it and really how to focus on the things that matter most. Now, there's a difference between being weary and being tired. And sometimes for me, it's hard to tell the difference. So I am a tired person by nature. And when I was younger, I have always been the type that, you know, um, it just gets tired often. And I have for years and years and years wondered why I can't do the things Okay, ha ha ha. So I did just have to edit something out because I got a FaceTime call from my son in the middle of recording and you all don't want to hear our conversation. But, you know, I told you just two minutes ago, I keep it real here. I don't have to edit out things. Well, I just did edit out our FaceTime call, but I'm back. All right. So where was I? I was a tired child. I was a tired teenager. I mean, who isn't like, right? But I always wondered why I felt like everybody else had more energy than me. I felt really lazy at times because I would like need a nap after doing something that I felt like other people could do, whatever. Um, And as a mom, I mean, talk about like tiredness, right? Like some days, great, I have all this energy. And other days, I just didn't feel well. For years, I tried like, you know, taking out gluten of my diet. Is there something that, you know, just makes me this way? Because especially after meals, I would get so tired, all these things. And I did actually find out about two years ago now that I do have a health condition and that actually has answered a lot of the questions of why I get so tired and so run down and why I get um, just the way I do. And it's really helped me. So like physical tiredness is totally different, I think, than what we're going to talk about today, just being weary. So if you're physically tired, you know, that's something obviously to investigate 
You know, if you're tired more than you feel like you should be for what you're doing or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, there's a million different reasons. I'm a great sleeper. I always knew it wasn't because I don't sleep well. I love to sleep. Um, But yeah, so it's been very helpful to kind of understand my body now and to understand my limits and to know that it's okay to take a nap, um, to understand that... um, you know, my body operates a little bit differently and the things that, you know, put it under stress. And so anyway, that has been helpful. But let's talk about being weary. And, you know, weary is different. Weary is your soul. You're just feeling like you're running on empty and you don't really know like how to remedy it. So I want to talk a little bit about nourishing our soul. That was actually the theme for our retreat this past weekend was nourish your soul. And, you know, again, there's a huge difference. We talked about this actually when I did my session on nourish your soul between um, how we take care of our physical body and how we take care of our souls. Like, do we even think about the fact that we do need to nourish our soul. Just like I know for me what my body needs now to be well or to feel optimal or to run optimally, um, I know the things I need to do to take care of it well. I know the supplements I need to take, the foods I need to eat, perhaps the medications I need to take. I know when I need to rest. I know my limitations, you know, for my body. But many of us focus on our health and our well-being, but we forget it's really the most important to nourish our soul. Our soul has been created by our creator to be nourished by him. We want to feast on the Word of God. We want to spend time with Him, and we want to be filled with Him so we are filled with the Spirit, and we're operating out of the Spirit. We will know the difference between when our soul is nourished and when our soul is malnourished. A malnourished soul is filling up on all the wrong things. A malnourished soul is filling up on worldly information, worldly thoughts, worldly desires, and not the things of God. I've often used the example that our bodies are made to feast on God's word, or I should say our souls, and just like our bodies are made to feast on really good, healthy food, um, and if we don't fill up on that really good, healthy food, we're going to know the difference, right? If I'm preparing to run a marathon, I'm not going to eat Doritos every single day and expect to be in optimal shape to run that marathon, but I'm going to eat the right amounts of carbohydrates and fats and proteins, and our bodies need real foods like real fruits and real vegetables and really minimal processed food so that we can be nourished. Our bodies were not meant to live on Doritos, right? That's like my favorite food, which I never buy anymore because it's gross, but you know, if left to my own devices, I'm going to sit and eat Doritos. And Doritos are like a man-made, you know, powdered cheese, chemical 
chip. And my body is not made to be nourished by those things. My body wants real food. My body needs real vitamins and minerals and fiber and proteins and fats and carbohydrates and, you know, not the fake stuff. And I'm going to know the difference when I'm nourishing my body with what it was created to be nourished by or if I'm um, nourishing it with man-made created things, right? Like Doritos or whatever it is. And we often do that with our soul. Our soul is meant to be nourished by our father, by his word, by spending time with him so that his spirit can fill us up. And these days, especially many of us are trying to nourish our souls But we're doing it with the wrong thing. Sometimes we're just reading so many books about how to read the Bible and not reading the Bible that it's like, you know, not quite that optimal food we should be feeding our soul with. The optimal food is the Bible. Think of that as like your green smoothie or, you know, the best nutritious uh, thing that you could find to eat. That's the Bible, right? Sometimes, you know, we get caught up with filling on something we think is good. Like, oh, I'm just going to listen to this podcast and this sermon and read about the Bible. But are you actually spending time there for yourself? Because that's what we should be doing first. Now, if I'm eating really healthy and I'm having like, you know, all my fruits and vegetables, all my proteins, all the things I'm supposed to be, you know, every once in a while is really good to have a treat. We're not saying you have to starve yourself of anything that, you know, is maybe not optimal. And that's kind of how it is with our soul. I mean, ultimately, I don't really want to let any junk in my soul because it's my soul. And it's far more important than my physical body, believe it or not, because my soul goes on for eternity. But what I'm saying is it doesn't mean you can't ever read other things, right? I love sermons and podcasts. In fact, I'm a podcaster. (laughs) You know, I love reading books about the Bible and things like that. But we have to remember that the Bible itself comes first. You know, it's like we don't need to read every book on how to eat well, but then never eat well, right? We want to be nourishing our soul. And then those other things kind of help guide us to do that as well. But nothing replaces spending time with the Lord first. Spending time in your Bible. You know, the so interesting about the Bible, it's alive, it's active, it's powerful, it transforms. The more you spend time in it, the more you will want to be in it. The more you spend time with him, the less you desire to spend time with the worldly things. But I don't know why we don't choose him first. Like I do it myself. I know that I'll be in like a bad place emotionally or mentally or spiritually. And I know what I should be doing. I know I should spend time with him. But for some reason, I mean, I'm sure it's because the enemy wants us to avoid spending time with him. But for some reason, I often choose let me go scroll my phone for a little bit. Let me watch this, you know, YouTube video. Let me go hang out on Hulu for a little bit. And those things, even if I'm not watching some like, you know, terrible show or movie or I'm not listening to anything terrible, it still distracts me from where I really should be first. And even the best sermon, the best, um, you know, TV show, the even things that we think aren't terrible, nothing has the power the literal power to transform like the word of God does. Hearing about the Bible is never better 
than the Bible itself. And I know every time I spend time in his word, even if beforehand I'm like, eh, I'm kind of just like not into it. I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like pulling out my Bible right now. Even if I'm like in that kind of a mood, I always feel better. I always feel the peace that he gives me when I read the word. And I'm always like, why? Why don't I choose this first? Um, and something that has the power to actually give us strength, right? So if we're talking about being weary, the Bible literally can give us strength. It can give us the power that we need. You know, that word empower. I hear that all the time. I feel like lately, like let's empower each other and empower. There is nothing more empowering than the word of God. Like it literally empowers you. The Word of God is alive and active. It isn't just a book we read. It's not like a book that we pick up to read like because we want some kind of self-help, fuzzy, good stuff. It literally has power. And it can literally transform us. And yet, we choose fake substitutes. And so one of our remedies for weariness is to nourish our soul. Even when you tell yourself, I'm too busy. Listen, if you're telling yourself you're too busy to be in the word, then that is the exact reason why you need to be in the word. That is a red flag right there because that's saying I'm too busy for the very thing that is going to give me life, that is going to sustain me. The thing that I was created to be nourished by, like it doesn't even make sense. You can't be too busy to spend time with the God who created you. Every answer, everything you need, he has supplied for you. And then he communicates that with you in his word. Like he wants to communicate with us and we're like, nah, too busy. Too busy for the God that created the universe, the God that created us. Like it, it's... You know, and I've, I've said this before, and I don't get backlash on many things, and I would never expect to get backlash on this, but this is the one thing I've like stated in public and got backlash on once because, you know, somebody said to me, but you don't understand. I'm in a season that's very busy. I get it. I do get it. And like I said, I really, in the most loving way, I say this. I believe if any of us feels that we're too busy, that is the exact time we need it because... When you are filled up on God's word and when you are nourished in your soul and when you are equipped with the truth and not the world's lies, that is how you handle your busyness. That is how you approach your daily life. That is how you get up in the morning and tackle that to-do list. Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you, you are empowered by something that is never going to be found greater in this world. You are empowered by the Holy Spirit. If you have time to breathe in this moment, you have time to be in the Word. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you have more than enough time to be in the Word because I have found that my busiest times, I listen to the Bible. And if you have the Bible verses memorized, you can say them in your head. It doesn't take time out of your day. 
It is the biggest investment you could ever give to your life is to spend time with him. You know, it's like saying, I don't have time to eat. And then, you know, running around all day and like grabbing something here and grabbing something there. We're grabbing junk. If you have time to eat, you have time to be eating nourishing food, right? And if I have time to live, I have time to spend with the Lord, the one who created me. See, something that I've been really focused on lately is our life. See, this is where we get it all backwards. Our lives, our goals, our purposes of life, it is not for us, believe it or not. We were created for God. We were created by Him and for Him. And our real number one purpose in life is to bring glory to God. And so if that's our number one purpose in life, then everything we do should fall under that. And how do we glorify Him if we don't spend time with Him in the first place? The beautiful thing is, if we spend time with Him, He's going to give us the ability to tackle that to-do list that we're saying we're too busy to spend time with him. If we spend time with him, he's going to give us the power to tackle anything that comes our way. If my life is hitting me hard and I'm going through struggles, I know that I want to be equipped. First, I don't want to run to the Bible as an SOS, I need help now. I mean, yes, the Lord wants us to run to him when we need help, but I would much prefer to be equipped with his word first. So then when the things come, I'm not running to him as a last resort. I'm already filled up on him. So I know for myself, when I feel weary, it's a red flag that I probably haven't been spending enough time with him. Now, I know that circumstances in life change. I have gone through the past several years, have been one transition after another, after another, after another, and I have been weary. And I will say there is no way on earth I could have gotten through these transitions without him. But yes, I can look at some of those transitions and say, but you know what? I probably could have done it a little better and I probably wouldn't have felt so weary if I had nourished my soul a little better. Because for me, let's just be real and transparent here. Like I said, let's, you know, no editing here. Let's just be real for a minute. There are many times, because I don't want to get on here and you're like feeling bad and you're like, wow, I don't, I don't turn to the Bible first. There are many times when even me, a girl who absolutely loves the word of God, who loves the Lord so much, who just wants to, you know, live for him, simply live for him, I will choose other things sometimes. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, when I choose those other things, I am contributing to my own weariness. I choose to veg out and scroll, do the internet scroll. I choose to watch some mindless video on YouTube or Hulu. I choose to just sit in my room with my own thoughts and not pray. I choose to try to do things in my own strength and forget that I have the power of God living in me. I have access to his spirit. So I get it. I am right there with you. No matter what season you're in, no matter how busy you are, no matter the struggles you faced, you you face, you are created to be nourished for those very times by his word. I would rather walk through those things with him than walk through a peaceful life without him. And in order to be equipped to walk through whatever comes our way, because let's face it right now, let's try not like, let's not pretend and be like, oh, life is going to be so easy. We all know 
There's no one that's going to escape trial. There's no one that's going to escape trouble. In fact, in the book of James, it promises us that we will. And it also promises us that those things will make us stronger and closer to the Lord. And so why would we try to go through them without him? If the purpose of our life is to glorify him, if the purpose of our life is to know him and make him known, if the purpose of our life is to build the kingdom for him, and what, how can we do that without spending time on it, spending time with him, right? And so when we are not nourishing our souls, of course, we're going to be weary, just like our bodies. When we are not nourishing our bodies, when we, if I ate candy and Doritos all day long, I am not going to feel well. If you are filling up on junk of this world, if you're filling up on everybody else's opinions, on everybody else's thoughts, on everybody else's words, and not the very words of God, of course you're going to feel weary. But when you are filled up with the truth, there are so, there's such a less there's less room for Satan's lies. The enemy can't get a foothold when you are constantly filling up on truth. So how? How? How can you fill up on truth? Number one, read your Bible, right? At the time of day that works for you, when it works for you, I'm not going to sit here and say read it at a certain time of day. I do read first thing in the morning because for me, it helps me to set the set my mind on things above. But I also read other times throughout the day. Um, I do a Bible study. You know, I read at night sometimes. I think reading before I go to bed is something I want to make as much of a habit as before I wake up, um, when I wake up. Because I say to myself in the morning, I want no other words before my eyes until God's word is before my my eyes. I don't want to read Facebook. I don't want to read text. I don't want to read emails until I have read God's words. But I feel like I need to do that at night because I want to lay down with a peaceful sleep and I want to go to bed with the last thing in my mind to be God's words. So I need to do better with that at night. Um, but it's not a legalistic, you know, checklist thing. It's not like you need to do this at these times of the day. Something I started doing recently, I've done this in the past, but I just started it up again. Is listening to um, the Bible in the car. I spend a lot of time in the car. When I have to go to the store, it's always a half an hour away at least. So I've been listening to God's word and it's been amazing. I think I mentioned it on the last podcast episode as well. So again, if you feel like you don't have time because you have so many kids and da 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 first of all, if you have a bunch of little kids and that's the reason you don't have time, that's even more of a reason than you do have time because you're setting the example for them. You're showing them that mommy makes the Bible priority. So read it with them. Have it playing in the house. You can have it um, playing, you know, audio Bible in the background. Make it a priority. Have it playing in the car. Recite verses together. There is absolutely time in the day. If we have time to be on the internet, we have time to be in God's word. If we have time to sit and think, I'm an overthinker. I did an episode about that recently. If I have time to sit and think about all these things in the world, I have time to sit and think on his word. If I have the time to breathe, I literally have time for God's word. Like right this second, I can be playing the Bible in the background. Right this second, I can stop and say, let me read a verse or two. I mean, we're talking about a few seconds to read a verse. And with that, it's like a slow trickle. Once you start reading a little bit or you get a taste for his word, you start to hunger and thirst for it and you want it more and more. And it gives you 
that Holy Spirit energy. You want more and then it fuels you in your day. So no matter what the circumstances are around you that are making you tired and making you overwhelmed, you can have a spiritual well-being that rises above the weariness that the circumstances are causing you. So that would be my number one um, reason that why we get weary. Number two that I wrote down is we don't ask for God to lead us. We're weary because we're trying to lead our own life. We're weary because we're trying to do it in our own strength. And we weren't created for that either, right? Look at Adam and Eve in the garden. They had everything they needed. God provided them everything. And they still tried to do it their own way. And today, God is like, look, I am all you need, and I will give you all you need, and you just need to seek me first in all you do. So it starts with that foundation of spending time with him, and then continuing that in your life and knowing like all of your decisions, all of your actions, all of your attitudes, your behaviors, all the things that you do will stem from your relationship with him. And if you are walking close with him, you will want to seek him first in all you do. But many of us get weary because we don't even consult him first. We consult everybody else's opinion. We consult our own minds over and over. And we don't consult him. So we have to pray about everything and truly submit and surrender every decision to him. Surrender our whole lives to him. We're weary because we weren't meant to do it on our own. We were meant for him to guide us. And in order for him to guide us, we have to surrender. We have to say, Lord, I trust your way is better than any way I could dream up. Your way is literally the only way. Your will is all that I want. Because see, when you're living in God's will and you are surrendered to him, ultimately, whatever he wants, whatever his will is, will become your will, right? I don't want to ever be living outside his will. Will That is definitely going to cause me weariness because I'm not meant to live there. So if you're feeling weary right now, ask yourself, am I spending enough time with the Lord? And then ask yourself, is it because I'm not letting him lead? We were created again for him, by him and for him. We were created to bring him glory. Our will gets in the way because our will is often like, you know, I want to do the right thing for me. I want to fulfill my desires. I want to fulfill my dreams. I want to fulfill my this, you know, and that. Really, our our fulfillment comes from walking with the Lord and finding our purpose in Him. You know, um, when we don't pray and we don't seek Him and we just try to do it all on our own, we're going to be weary because it's not how we're meant to live. So many times I have seen this in my life where I have been going back and forth and wavering from this decision, you know, to this thing and that thing. And I don't know what to do. And I don't know what to do. And it's like, Karen, have you surrendered it to him? Because when you surrender, you're saying, Lord, I trust you with the outcome. 
There is no other outcome I want than God's outcome. Right? Even if you think, but no, no, no. What if God does this? He's God. Why would I want my way? Of course I want his way. He knows all things. He's all powerful. He created this world. He promises never to leave us or forsake us. I cannot trust myself over trusting God. And so we have to surrender everything to him and let him lead. I wrote a book many years ago now uh, for the homeschooling community all about when I surrendered my decision to homeschool and let my and let God lead my homeschool, how that changed everything. That book is called Called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. That book resonated with so many people and still does to this day because it's like, oh yeah, aha, I am not in charge. And if you're not a homeschooler, the principles of that book apply to all of us. Let God lead your life. Find joy in letting God lead you every day. Find joy in letting God lead your life. We are going to be weary when we try to do it on our own because we are fighting against God. We are fighting against the way it's supposed to be, letting him lead. It's a beautiful life when it's controlled by the Lord. I can't control my life no matter how hard I try because I am not God. We need to be humble. We need to, in humility, say, Lord, I want what you want because ultimately what you want is far better than what I think is best for me. The Lord is in control of your life. And when you stop fighting that and you give up control, you actually find so much freedom And you won't be weary anymore because it's how you're supposed to live. There is freedom in surrender. I know it sounds counterintuitive. There is freedom in surrender. And the third reason that I wrote down that I felt that people are weary is because we are not focused. We have so much information distracting us every day. So much noise distracting us every day. It's really hard to hear his voice. And that is when we get weary. Because it's really hard to tune out all the noise of this world. We compare to others. Uh, We listen to everybody but him. Um, You know, it's just like we lose our purpose. Because everybody out there is screaming and clamoring for our attention, and it takes our eyes off of him. So again, we're not spending time in the word, we're not surrendering, and then we're just listening to all the noise, and we're not focused, and we forget our true purpose. And again, what is our true purpose, everyone? Repeat after me, right? Our purpose is to bring God glory. We were created by him and for him. Our purpose isn't to bring ourselves glory. Our purpose isn't to keep up with the Joneses. Our purpose isn't to have a perfect house. Our purpose isn't even to have a perfect life. In fact, we bring God glory in the imperfect. When things aren't always perfect. And, you know, like I crack up because I've talked about this before, but I think I did an entire podcast episode about it years ago. But like nowadays, people are so obsessed with their homes, right? It's like, 
will spend an entire year renovating uh, the home and getting a designer and, you know, uh, shopping for all the right things and getting that perfect paint color and spending so much time. You know, you have TV shows and they show that it takes like months to do these remodels and it consumes the entire family and, you know, you're doing and doing all that. But like we aren't remembering in that. And I'm not saying you can't remodel your home. So please don't hear it that way. That's just a, like one example of the many, many in our lives that we lose our purpose because for that time, that remodel becomes our purpose. And I've lived in this kind of situation. That's why I'm talking about it. Not because I'm like condemning those who remodel their homes where you get so wrapped up where you're like, everything is, you know, about that thing. And all of a sudden it's like, you forget your purpose on life in, in life is to bring God glory. Now, you can bring God glory through your home. Again, I'm not saying you, <laughs> you can't remodel your home. I'm using it as an example because you know what I mean. If you've been in that situation, you're going to say, I don't have time for God because I'm so busy with this. You're not going to surrender to his plans because you're controlling everything. And you're going to be so focused on the external things of the world, how everything looks, that you're not focused on the eternals. The enemy wants us focused on the externals. That's why we can look around our culture. Our culture is completely consumed with externals. How we look, how our homes look, how our children look, how our lives look. How about we spend a year renovating our souls? That's what I did the whole podcast episode about a couple years back, if you look in the archives, was are we you know, spending so much time and investment in renovating the things on the outside, the physical things, but do we spend that kind of time and investment renovating our souls? Like really, you know, wanting to work on the one thing that we're going to have forever, our soul, the eternal things. You know, the things that last, the enemy wants us focused on earth. God wants us focused on him. And when we lose focus and we start to focus on all the things around us, of course, we're going to become weary. But when we're focused on the eternal, the true things that matter most, we won't be weary. In fact, we're going to have, you know, that that recharging, that energy, that excitement because we're living for him. Nothing gives me more energy than when I'm speaking out. You know, I can be tired as anything in my circumstances, but when I go to an event and I'm speaking about the Lord and for like that hour, I am just consumed because I'm speaking about it. So I'm thinking about it and I'm just pointing to the Lord, kind of like when I'm recording this podcast, right? When I'm done, my adrenaline is like, boom, 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 right? I'm like flying because I am so filled up on the truth. I'm not thinking about all the junk of this world. That's why I love what I do, that I'm able to, you know, focus on him. I don't want to waste my life focusing on things that don't matter. But yeah, we have a world when we look around that is consumed with so many things. And I'm not saying we can't enjoy our homes. We can't enjoy how things look. We can't want to look nice. You know, we can't have things. I'm not saying that, but we need to look at our priorities. Are we focused on him first? Are we focused on glorifying him in all we do? Because if we're not, we're going to be very weary in our souls. Because our souls were created to bring him glory. So I think as you can see, 
with all of these different aspects of the things that I wrote down of why we're weary at the core is because we're forgetting, forgetting our first love. We're forgetting our purpose. Our purpose in life is to bring him glory. And if we can keep that at the forefront of our minds every day, it's going to change everything. We're going to want to spend time with him more than the things of this world. We are going to want to nourish our souls. We're going to um, let him lead us. We're going to surrender because that's our response. When you spend time with him, you preach the gospel to yourself daily and remember what Jesus did. Our response is surrender. Yes, Lord, I want you in control. And when you're surrendered and when you're filled up on him and you're nourishing your soul, you will be focused on him and you will be focused on the purposes that he has for you. And so I just want to remind you all today, if you're feeling weary, just stop. Stop all of the running around, chasing after the things of this world. Stop trying to do it all without letting him lead and spend time with him. And I hear from a lot of you. A lot of people write me messages. A lot of people send me emails. I met, you know, with women at the retreat that I was speaking at last week. I meet with people all the time when I'm traveling to speak. And sometimes I get so burdened because I hear the stories of how much people are hurting. And I, I, I just cry. I cry with them. Sometimes I cry afterwards. And I say, oh my goodness, everybody has a story. Everybody has so many trials. Everybody is struggling. Everybody is weary. But then I remember, but we all have Jesus How on earth would we live through this life without him? So when people tell me there's trials and there's struggles, and maybe you're listening to this and you're going to send me an email afterwards, right? The only thing I know how to do is point you to Jesus. He is the answer for our weariness. Like I say at the beginning of the show, the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we desire things of this world. The remedy for our weariness is Jesus. He wants to provide us his spirit to give us supernatural strength to get through any trial. You may say to me, but you don't get it. I'm going through X, Y, Z, and I don't get it if I haven't gone through it. But I do know one thing. God will supply all your need. He will supply all all your need because it says so in the Bible and the Bible is a hundred percent truth and so we must time and again go back to him he's the remedy for our weariness and I get it I've been through many trials many struggles many trials that I haven't ever spoken about out loud there's no way I would have gotten through them without Jesus this isn't just like a self-help warm fuzzy talk This is something that I know 100% is true because I've experienced it. There is no way I could have gone through some of the things I've gone through without Jesus. He has the power to transform your life. I've seen his power in my life and there is no disputing. There is power in his name. There is power in the Holy Spirit. There is power in the word of God. There is power in the cross. There is power in the creator of the universe who wants to have a relationship with us. 
So go to him in your weariness. If you're listening to this and you're just like, I I don't even know where to begin. My place that I would tell you, the place I would tell you to begin is to turn this off and sit in the silence without even saying a word. You don't even have to say a word. He knows your thoughts. Just say, Lord, I surrender. I'm weary. Help me in my weariness. Just keep saying it. Just keep saying, Lord, help me in my weariness. Lord, I trust you in my weariness. Lord, I surrender my life to you in my weariness. Lord, I want your power in my weariness. Just keep going to him and watch him transform your life. And then I want to hear from you. First of all, if you're weary, I want to pray for you. Never stop sending me message when, messages when you need prayer. I will always pray for those messages. If I don't respond right away, just know that I have prayed and I will pray when I see those messages. And then I want to hear from you and I want to hear about the power of God in your life. I want to hear how he's transformed you in your weariness. Let's share with each other. Comment on my social media if you're seeing this somewhere. Send me a message. God is with you in your weariness. Surrender. Spend time with him. Let him nourish your soul. And focus on him and focus on your purpose to bring him glory, even in your weariness. So I hope this encouraged you today. If it did, let me know. Please share this message with a friend. Just sharing it out there helps me get this message out there to so many who are weary these days. And I would love for them to hear it as well. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.